Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? You know what I'll say? My main drawback of these changing times. These unprecedented times. Well, I mean, yeah. every time is unprecedented because it hasn't happened by definition yet. Mm, but is it any more unprecedented than what's happening now in these unprecedented times? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But the one uh, thing I don't know. I, I would say, describe these times as more uncertain than unprecedented. I don't know. Either way, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Okay. But one thing that makes me really kind of lament how much has changed over the years mm-hmm. is that it's... You can't just dress up as a clown and scare a bunch of kids anymore because now they say you're a pedophile. No, <laughs> right? that's not necessarily true. No, yeah, you, 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 you try it. Yeah, you try it and see you, what happens to you. Uh, there, there's plenty of people around that'll call people pedophiles for no reason this whatsoever. Is, this is what I'm saying. Back in the day, I, I think it was more fun to just scare a bunch of kids, right? Because mm-hmm. that, that was wholesome. And it's not about well, just trying to grab are, them and have sex with them. Kids You're are the scary ones. Them. The kids are scary. Can we see that if we go and scare more of these kids, if we scare yeah. these kids, they will get a more a, a bigger sense of imagination about life, about what's possible. Yeah. Like if you show up dressed as a big, like, Santa Claus, but he's got, I, mean, I didn't mean Santa Claus with no pants on, that's a pedophile. I mean, sure. Like, yeah, anything but with pants on. A clown... But, you know, seems ah. like your idea is pretty much based on a clown. I'm just saying the idea of being able to scare a bunch of kids, hide in a bush, pop out yeah, a bunch yeah. of kids. Now you're a criminal. Back in the day, you used to be a fun guy. Sure. Welcome to last <laughs> podcast on the left, everyone. That's such a good idea, Henry. I am Ben hanging out with Henry and Marcus as kids Hi, suffer hey. with more depression than ever. I think that that's a great idea to scare them more now. Have them be scared of <laughs> yeah. actual monsters instead of just the the uh, roiling uncertainty of being alive. Oh, right. yeah. Well, today's episode, this is going to be fun. I'm not going to call this a lighter episode because I think this is one of our more intense episodes. It's not. In many ways it is, though, isn't it? False advertising, sir. Perhaps. Don't get Setting me going on advertising. Setting people up for disappointment. Yeah, the story of Ben. All right, everyone. Today, we are covering rare cryptids. Isn't that interesting? Because aren't cryptids, by definition, rare? You, so now we're in the rarest of the rare. Technically, Rawr. you are poking a hole in it. Yes, okay. you are poking a hole in the entire concept. But it's because what we realize that there are many big-time cryptids but, mm-hmm. you know, in big capital C cryptids. Sure, we should cover those. 
<laughs> but sometimes you got to capture the lesser cryptids, especially when you had a concept for a series that ended up being a lot bigger than it was. Ne- you thought it was going to be. Sure. And then you needed to put an episode in between series to make sure you had an episode. How is this yep. different than Pokemon? <laughs> it's not. Okay. These, no, this is a Poke- be, these so all th- could be Pokemon. These are all Pokemon. So this yeah. episode's about rare Pokemon. <laughs> But it's still, there's a lot of cool meat here because the idea is if you can't dedicate an entire episode to one cryptic because there's not enough chunks there, it's good to sometimes cover the lesser covered. Okay, well, let's show some respect to the B-team cryptids. Now, when it comes to cryptids, one idea concerning their origin is that they're actually interdimensional beings that slip between their home and ours, either voluntarily or involuntarily. That is a horrible Monday. If you involuntarily <laughs> slip between time, you're just like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm in the 1920s right now. Didn't have this in my 2021 bingo card. I hate it. <laughs> Talk to PKD. It happened to him. Talk to Carl Philip Jung. Philip K. Dick again. Yeah, he, yeah. it happened to Carl Jung. It yeah. happened to fucking um, some other piece of shit poet nobody cares about anymore. Blake. <laughs> Blake, yeah. Blake Shelton. <laughs> but either way, whether these things slip through voluntarily or involuntarily, they scare the hell out of anyone who sees them. And an encounter often, but not always, results in nausea, rashes, vomiting, and pink eye. According to John Keel in the Eighth Tower, that is their very atomic structure of not being able to hold within our dimension, breaking down, and then the particles, the decaying cryptid particles that come off of them as they disappear, give you cancer. It also sounds like how you get herpes while eating a, uh, a tushy. You can uh, get the herpes there, and right. then you can get the pink guy from the... Uh, you also the, just get a mouthful of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Depends how well you do. But mostly, I mean, the cryptids that cause nausea, rashes, vomiting, pink eye, those are the big boys. Mm-hmm. Oh. The Derek Jeters. Yeah, yeah, those are the ones that have entered the collective consciousness of humanity. Mm. With this, we're talking Bigfoot, Mothman, Chupacabra, Loch Ness Monster, so on and so forth. Also, we will do a big Mothman re-up at some point because people have been asking for it for so long. Oh, yeah. But that day Mm -hmm. is not today. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But for every Jersey Devil, there are hundreds, if not thousands of sightings of cryptids that are only seen once, twice, three times at most. Okay, now you're just talking about a lot of people's fathers. Yeah. Is that yeah. who we're talking about? Daddy cryptid who went out to get milk and That's never came back? Well, these are what we've loosely been referring to around the last podcast offices as single-use cryptids. They're bad for the environment, and they need to be banned. Absolutely. Well, I don't know about banning them, but indeed, they're dangerous. Do you think that there's some people that do consider their missing father a cryptid, and they went ahead and, like, used plaster to fill out the last footsteps oh. they could find of their father, <laughs> and then they kept them forever in oh. their office, being like, there's proof right there I had a father. I mean, in many ways, isn't that what a uh, cryptozoologist does with every Bigfoot mold? Is that not... Just a mold trying to fill the hole in their heart their father left. We will mm. t- cover one specific cryptozoologist that is, uh, we, we co- followed one of our phenomena quite a bit, who laments uh, quite a bit about how um, he wasted his entire life. <laughs> yeah. And there's actually a wonderful storyline in, uh, the, like, one of the recent storylines in uh, the comic book Department of Truth that really is about how Bigfoot can completely and totally destroy a father's relationship with a son. But then is it not real? <laughs> is it not real then, sir? <laughs> 
Now, the fact that these things are only seen a few times begs the question as to whether these are quote-unquote real creatures, hmm. hallucinations, or just outright fibs from people looking for attention. Hmm. Fib alert! Oh. <laughs> this is giving an orange on the fib scale. Wow, that's actually a very controversial term for people from Wisconsin. They call people from Illinois fibs fucking Illinois bastards. Oh, fucking Yes, indeed. Wow. That's a t- yes. Baseless fights. I know. Wisconsiners God. have a little bit of toot sometimes, and they would Jesus. call them fibs. Fucking was, Illinois bastards. It's a cute thing my grandma used to say. Yep, I Not know. anymore. I know. But when you take easily spotted lies out of the equation, you still have two fascinating conclusions that from at least one perspective can appease even the skeptics. Hmm. See, either the human brain is powerful enough to trick itself into seeing something so bizarre that it defies logic. It is. <laughs> or strange otherworldly creatures are slipping in and out of our dimension willy-nilly. Like Seal. Whoa. Did he sing the song? The musician? Time keeps on slipping, slipping. Did he cover that? that? that was, I think that was Steve Miller Band. I prefer the Seal version. Because it's got more face scars. Well, he had the kiss from a rose. He had that one. But I actually would classify Seal as the only man who was also a cryptid. I agree. (laughs) Yeah, beautiful man. Hot hunk. And while creatures seen multiple times, like the more popular cryptids, might point towards purposeful travel, between Mm. the dimensions I mean, something seen only once or a few times suggests that maybe this could happen accidentally and could even happen to any one of us at any time. Whoa. I am waiting for my moment out of time. I, mm-hmm. I can't wait because all of my favorite thinkers have had it happen to them. Right. And I wonder what time will I end up in in a parallel time to this? Mm-hmm. And how cool will I be in that other time? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's really when because I don't think this is my premium time. I think yeah. my premium time was 1920s France. Oh, ah. yes. Vaudeville, perhaps. The Dadaists. I think Dada-ist. I would have been at home amongst. I wonder if you guys could answer me this. What airline would a cryptid take to travel between dimension? What? Spirit Airlines. Very That's, intriguing. Well, it's, well, it works. Yeah. Okay. It, it, Spirit it, Airlines. <laughs> their words were put... Yes, into indeed. a structure Spirit that if you showed it to a, a possible, robot, a, if you showed it to a robot, they would identify that as a joke. Well, because they're spirits. <laughs> get it? You get it? Now, the great thing about these so-called single-use cryptids is that they're almost always ridiculously strange. Hmm. And none are more bizarre than the Sandown Clown. This is kind of the reason why we did this episode. The Sandown yeah. Clown is Sandown Clown is very mm-hmm. fucking weird. It came out of nowhere, uh, and it is actually completely separate to the actual what they called Phantom Clown Flap of 1981. <laughs> all right, the John Wayne Gacy documentary. This What's is going what on? this is all about. This idea. This is so. This is separate from the 1981 Phantom Clown Flap, which is all of the people who thought they saw various clowns after all of the news broke about John Wayne Gacy. And so oh. there was this rash of sightings of people said of men in clown suits, sometimes with no pants, pulling up the school saying that, "Come here, kids, come here," which I actually don't <laughs> doubt. No, I'm certain how it is happened. That a, I'm sure it happened. And I don't think there's anything phantom about them. I actually probably say these are van-based horny clowns. Because mm. <laughs> a lot of times they say that they drove vans. Because the thing is, that's how you know it's not a phantom clown. Because you know the fan, the van itself would be more fun if it was a ghost clown. But it's just black vans that kids die in that they drive. Right, yeah, yeah. like the A-Team. 
Mm-hmm. No, I think it's more uh, people inspired by John Wayne Gacy. Like, that's the clowns are out. Now I'm out. And I can yeah. fucking be a clown. <laughs> but this guy's barely a fucking clown. This is some kind of weird villain from the interdimensions. And also, a lot of stories we're going to talk about today come from the book The Inhumanoids by hmm. Barton M. Nunnally. So we have. That's one source that we have today that I'm going to be reading from. <laughs> Seen only once in May of 1973 by a seven-year-old child and her friend near Lake Common on the Isle of Wight in the UK, the Sundown Clown was first reported by the British UFO Research Association, a.k.a. Bufora. Now, you know that this is completely legit because the seven-year-old's friend was actually 55 years old. Wow. And they were hanging out for quite a bit of time. And I I, I don't know what was happening because, you know, most seven-year-olds, they always have one 50-year-old friend that's not related to the family. Yeah, Bufora sounds like um, a makeup line for pigs. (laughs) Like a Sephora, but it's full of pigs. So at 4 p.m. on a Tuesday, a girl named Faye and an unnamed friend, a little boy, heard a wailing noise that sounded to them like an ambulance siren. That's unnerving. Yeah. It could be loud, too, right? Yeah. God. It's very loud. Yeah. Yeah. Very loud. By their reckoning, the sound was coming from the other side of the nearby golf course. So the kids followed the noise across the links to a swampy meadow past the seldom used Sandown Airport. Yeah, man, because it's another UK airport in the middle of the fucking swamp. Mm-hmm. Once they arrived in the spot where the wailing was coming from, the noise suddenly stopped. <gasps> Still in the mood for exploring, the children crossed a wooden footbridge over a narrow brook, and that's when they saw a baffling figure. <gasps> this is it's gonna get. I like Uh-oh. how weird this gets. Yeah, this creature seemed to be made partly of wood, oh. partly of mechanics, and partly of flesh. And the whole package added up to what appeared to be a seven foot tall clown that, <laughs> from sketches done later, somewhat resembled a Hopi Kachina doll. Huh. They are really, it is really, really strange looking here. I'll show you what a Hopi Kachina doll looks like, Kissel, so you could see what the hell this bullshit was. Oh, oh yeah. All my, all my Southwest things. people, you know what a fucking Kachina doll is. Of yeah, course yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah. It's very it's cool. Very I mean, not, not something you want to roll over and see when you're a child sleeping in your bed, but oh, nice man, when I was a kid, all I ever wanted was a Kachina doll, because they're really fucking expensive. And we'd always go to Yeah, we'd always go to New Mexico, because they're handmade by the actual tribes. Oh. Uh, you should get one so, now. No, I'm going to get one now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, But yeah, when I was cool. a kid, the only thing I wanted was one of those creepy ass fucking Kachina dolls. Yeah. What a conversation your parents must have had about you. <laughs> it's just one of those where they he, they knew he was different. Uh, and at some point, if yeah. he didn't leave Texas, by the time he was 18, he'd probably get beaten to death on some strip bar. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, the age they did, they extended it to 21. But boy, howdy, when that happened, it fucking, I woo, let out of that place. Uh, yep. From what the kids could tell, this clown was fumbling around with a book and kept dropping it in the water, unable to control its limbs or fingers all that well. Once the clown finally secured the book, it retreated to a windowless metallic hut by moving in a strange hopping motion with its knees raised high. Ask me, red, red. Ask me, red. Better what hip. What up, dude? He just wants to read its little book. Stop yeah. jokes on you. No words in this book. It's a trap. <laughs> oh, no. It's a trap. Oh, no. 
Somewhat puzzled, but totally unfazed by the bizarre sight, the kids wandered about 50 yards away, at which point the siren-like wailing began again. They gotta get out of here. Yeah. The kids turned and saw the same clown figure, except now the clown was paying attention to them. And it was holding a black microphone. Yeah, it's a fucking comedian. Oh my God, this is horrible. <laughs> Open mic cryptids. Tell me, what's the problem with abortions? Abortions oh. are great. Oh I like the God. fucking, uh, I say rip the baby out. I say rip it out. Well, that's, that's quite humorous there. Yeah, it is. I don't know why I went to a stand-up comedy no, routine they, they prob- where I just screamed that abortions were great, he, but they are. They are. He would probably <laughs> say, um, what airline do ghosts fly? Spirit airline. And then they just tear him apart. The audience just fucking sets him on fire. It ain't easy being a cryptid at the Apollo. Yep. Now, at this point, the boy was losing his nerve and almost ran away. But the figure, sensing he was losing his audience, stopped wailing and spoke into the microphone. He said, quote, hello. Hello. (laughs) You still there? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're hey mm-hmm. there, kids. Yeah, it's funny. I got you back. I got you back. I'm, we are so ready Caitlin to go. Caitlyn Jenner. No, listen to me. Caitlyn <laughs> Jenner was running for recall of governor. <laughs> now, as opposed to the unsettling siren-like wailing, the tone of the clown's question was friendly. So oh. the children ventured closer. Once they were close enough, they could make out more features. They later said that the creature had no neck and its head was too large for its body and it seemed to be wedged into his shoulders. It seemed to be constructed. Yeah, it's like a robot, like kind of like yeah. Return to Oz style. Oh, yeah. yes, very scary show. Movie, that is. Atop that head was a yellow pointed hat topped with a black knob and on either side of that hat were wooden antenna. And it looked like under the hat, they could see brown hair sticking out from beneath the lid. It's dyed. I was born a blonde. (laughs) Wow. Typical actor. Just a liar. Yeah, by a lie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The hat interlocked with the red collar of a flowy green shirt. And that framed the creature's paper white face, triangular eyes, brown square nose, and yellow motionless lips. Come closer, children. Nothing frightening about me. Just a popular clown here in the swamp. Everybody loves me. You can hear the frogs. Love it every fucking minute of my material. So Caitlyn Jenner. Wow. That's how you know it's a joke. It's just a tone of voice. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. You nailed it. Yeah, it, you're telling people that it's time to laugh. So, Caitlyn Jenner, <laughs> can you believe first day mm. as a woman killed somebody driving? <laughs> Powerful stuff here at Squash Fucklers in Fort Lauderdale. Ten years old. Yeah. Yeah. If, if the, yeah. For limbs, the creature had wooden slats, which protruded from his sleeves and pant legs. The arm slats ended with three usable fingers covered by a pair of blue gloves, while the feet, which were both bare, were made up of just three long toes. I don't want to deal with this shit, man. All right, I was just looking around the swamp. I'm a 50-year-old man. This is my seven-year-old child that I'm grooming. I'm just trying to have a nice time in this swamp. (laughs) Sure. Okay, I don't want to deal with you wooden robot Well, what's better than dinner and a show? You know what actually got me? I had nothing to do after I molested this kid. We might as well sit and watch some stand-up comedy. Very good. (laughs) Now, the children were wary, but unafraid, especially Faye. So the clown pulled out a notebook so he could communicate. He wrote the words, hello, and I am all colors, Sam. 
But the words were written out of order, and the clown pointed to them one by one in order for Faye to read them aloud into a message that made sense. But what is the message that makes sense out of those words? He's all colors. (laughs) I am all colors. Hello, Sam. You don't know who who Sam is. Sam, hello. And I am all colors. Or is it, hello, I am all colors, Sam? Hello, and I am all colors, Sam. Or is it, hello, I am Sam? All colors? (laughs) And it's how you say it? You're the dog now, man. He pointed to each word. Like, he pointed to hello, then he pointed to and, then he pointed to I, then am, then all, then colors, then Sam. He's Sam. Oh, he's Sam. I think that's what he's saying. Oh, wow, okay. And he's all colors? He's got all of them. That's trippy as fuck, He's all colors, because he might have written, like, all hello and am I Sam colors. But then he pointed them all out in the the order, so she knew what the message was. It sounds like this documentary I was watching about PCP use, and it was like this one guy who was trying to say (laughs) how PCP was good for him, and he talks (laughs) like that. (laughs) All of the words are out of order. Literally, the host basically said, like, well, if you really take some of those words and switch them around, you could really see how PCP really helped him. Isn't that nice? Maybe it helped him. I don't know. Once the kids got a little closer, they found that the creature could speak without the microphone. But the creature's yellow lips didn't move when he spoke. Now, while the boy was becoming a little unnerved, Faye and the clown became pretty comfortable with each other and began a real conversation. Sit down on my love seat. Jeez. I have a love seat in the swamp. Every young girl needs to watch Frankenstein. They need to realize the monster is a monster. I know that you're cute and you think that you can win them over with your unbelievable ability to charm all because you're so innocent and wonderful. But we're dealing with demons here. She already charmed that 50-year-old man who took her into the swamp. Would you stop it? She is with a peer, Henry Zabrowski. Yes. Are you so obsessed with old men molesting? <laughs> I'm not always obsessed with it. It just co- seems to come up a lot. Well, and it's- <laughs> technically, Henry and I were talking about uh, the amount of pedophilia within the entertainment industry, and Marcus did scold us, but then we did pass Sandusky, Ohio, yes. and then we also passed the home of Jeffrey Epstein yes. when going to Ohio, and then we did say, Marcus, are we not onto something? No, I said I'd, it's fine. I understand that it happens. I just wanted the two of you to stop talking about it all the time. Well, it was as a soon it was as a it hard weekend. Happening all the time. It was a hard weekend for us. We were both molested in Ohio, not ten years oh, earlier. Okay. Well, because of this clown's somewhat unsettling appearance, mm-hmm. Faye asked him, "Are you really a man?" And he chuckled and said, "No, no, I am a comedian." Oh my God! You never <laughs> asked a comedian if he's all, if he's really a man because then he turns into really a killer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she then asked if he was a ghost. And he said, quote, well, not really, but I am in an odd sort of way. And when they asked him to just tell them what he was, he said, oh, you know huh? what? <laughs> you know what, it is. <laughs> what? I have no idea. I'm asking yeah, you man. what you are. It is not my job to teach you. What I have. Oh my God. No job to do some independent research. Oh my Lord. I have no idea who you are or what you are. There is no research. Now, even though the clown had seemingly introduced himself as Sam earlier, he told the children that he had no name. In addition, he said that there were others like himself. And as he drew pictures of others like himself, he said that his people were afraid of humans, very submissive, and unwilling to fight back if provoked. Oh, great. So I can peg this half fucking skin wood metal man? <laughs> yes, if you want to. Oh, you wonderful. can definitely fuck this skin wood metal man's oh. wife in front of him, and he'd love it. Wow. Ghost cluck. 
ghost cook. <laughs> the clown then invited the children into his windowless metallic two-level hut. Come inside of my studio no. apartment. It is right outside no. of London. It is $4,800. <laughs> now that's Welcome good... to my studio apartment. I have a futon. I don't sleep in it. I sleep on the toilet. Wow, the <laughs> jokes keep on coming. <laughs> they saw inside an oddly normal interior. The lower level had blue-green wallpaper and was sparsely adorned with wooden furniture and an electric heater, while the upper part was less spacious but had a metallic floor. Hmm. You just imagine what a metal room would smell like with the metal floor and stuff. It would just smell like blood. Yeah, it'll smell like yeah. when we're in the when, when the morgue. It smells mm-hmm. like the morgue. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. yeah. For the next half hour, Sam the Nameless Clown told them about his day-to-day. It can't Exp- be, Marcus, it can't be Sam the Nameless Clown. Yeah, I mean, he it is. has to. How else do you... It, it, uh, he is, but guess what? Ben, is that I'm not, not the contradictory it. nature of the cryptid mm, itself, sir? Because see? the cryptid did tell them his name was Sam, but then he also told them that he had no name. Therefore, Sam the Nameless Clown is accurate. It does In hold. this world, you are the master. But guess what, man? <laughs> you are your name, are you? Your name is what you're called, but you're not. Benjamin Grant Kissel. I am, though. You Legally, are an the entity. U.S. government would refer to me <laughs> sure, as that. whatever. But at the same time, that's just your label, dude. You yeah. are you. You're an independent flame. Well, I can't explain that to TSA. Not Have even you tried to explain that to TSA? It's hard. I've tried to. Okay. Yeah. No, Ben, you are your aura, my friend. What surrounds your body. You are what you are. You're a figment of my imagination. You well, are. Next time I get a speeding ticket, I'm just going to let them know my name is not what it is, and I am not my name, and then they're just going to beat the living fuck out of me. In L.A., you can get out of a speeding ticket one time with a warning by explaining how you are not your name and letters are all made up mm. because they understand this is Los Angeles. The Cora police. <laughs> I know. I know L.A. Well, he told him pretty much his day to day. He explained that he ate wild berries that he collected each afternoon, oh. and he drank river water from the nearby stream after he'd cleaned it up. You pissing it first. Okay. <laughs> he then started doing magic tricks by placing a berry in his ear, thrusting his head forward, and causing the berry to reappear in one of his eye sockets. Scream and run out of there. Like, I would scream and run out This is, is kind of cool, actually. That's what's nice about the tangible minds of children, is that they can see these things and just go, ah, you're funny, Sam the Name was Clown. You're funny. At least he's performing here. Finally, we're getting some good jokes. Once in the socket, the clown finished the trick by landing the berry in his mouth. And oh, he chomped it up. Look at that. <laughs> I love it. Sam also mentioned that he had a camp in the mainland off the Isle of Wight, but he didn't give any more information as to where exactly in England it was or why he would need to travel from the Isle to the mainland. It's business. It's for That's business. That's my business apartment, but I don't yeah. tell people I live there because then I'll be mobbed by fans. I see. <laughs> My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put 
photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional and we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet. Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with your seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. <laughs> so by 4.30 p.m., Faye and her friend finally said goodbye to Sam and left the hut. Bye, Told- <laughs> bye. And they left it totally unharmed, from what we can tell. Okay. After they left, they told the first person they ran into what had happened. Yeah, we had made a friend with a giant metal clown in the swamp. Yes, and oh, you met Sam, huh? He's great. That's not his name, though. This man was the groundskeeper at the local golf course. And instead of being concerned about the possibility that someone dressed as a clown was inviting children into a ramshackle metal structure for conversation in the swamp, Mm -hmm. the groundskeeper just laughed and said, oh, somebody's probably just playing dress up. Get out of here, kids. It's probably my uncle, Tim. My uncle, he (laughs) loves to get out there and he sits in his clown outfit and he pants there. That's technically (laughs) Matt groaning. 
uh, from The Simpsons, <laughs> you owe him $150. I never said the for name. For doing groundskeeper Willie. I never was told the name. I never said that. You said that. I didn't say that. Now, Faye told nobody else about their encounter with the clown creature for weeks. But she finally confided in her father, known in Bufora literature only as Mr. Y, to protect the identity of the family. Hmm. Now, while Mr. Y found the story unbelievable at first, he was intrigued that his daughter could recall the entire encounter with such detail and certainty. And she told it the same way, time after time. Time after time. I love Cindy Lauper. We all you do. Just, if you don't the like Cindy Lauper, there's something wrong with your asshole. Yes. You need to fucking yeah, what the fuck is wrong? Go to the doctor. Like Cindy Lauper? What the fuck do you want doctor. from us? Just, what do you want from I do music? agree. The ultimate cryptid, Cindy Lauper. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the boy who was with Faye wasn't quite as jazzed about the experience as Faye was. He was mm. the opposite of jazz, which is traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> and when Mr. Y tried speaking with him to confirm the story, the boy was mostly uncommunicative. But Mr. Y was able to get a description of the creature from the boy, which more or less matched his daughter's description. Eventually, Mr. Y returned to Lake Common to see if he could find the metal hut. But of course... He found no remnant of the creature. If he could, I would be disappointed. You know, yeah. what, I mean? you know what I mean? Like this well, type of moment, this type of break in reality, if it is indeed real, it should only be savored once. Because the whole point, mm -hmm. dog me, Kissel, is that if you go searching mm. for the supposed proof, the empirical proof of right. these beings, you're missing the entire point of an anomalous experience, friend, which is wow. about sitting and enjoying the present and being in the gray so of not knowing. I'm so happy you finally accepted you're never going to see an alien because you're too horny for it. <laughs> and now you're just desperately trying to pretend like that's okay. No, I just have yeah. to find a way to, to get my feelings it's back really, around to normal. It's really more just about the sitting and the looking. Uh, uh, Henry, I if, I may, if I may, I have alien. this trophy for you that's the rationalization of the year 2021. <laughs> Here it is. Yay! Henry will never believe in an alien. He would never think Yay! that they exist. I actually thought I was going to win for letting myself go bald because I think it would get me more character actor work. Mm, you let yourself. <laughs> Yeah. I I'm that. letting it happen. <laughs> now, eventually, Mr. Y surmised that Faye had probably been taken into a bubble of alien reality created yeah, by it? the clown creature. Yeah, it. And the creature had simply taken the form of something the kids would be comfortable with. You know, a clown. Yeah, like when I saw the big Lebowski when I was no, tripping balls. Kids yeah. are fucking. So the kids created a meat metal woodman to be yeah. comfortable. Yeah. To this be is to think these this is children are horrifying. You have to remember children toys in the UK were very different than the toys in America. In America, we had a little bit more like, I think we had more spin on our toys, a little bit more yeah. fun, a little more zhuzh. We're in the UK. In 1973, was, that's a really rough time in the UK. Really fucking rough. They would just they give them like a toys. lump of coal. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. it would just be like a wood cylinder. And they'd be like, make something up. <laughs> yeah, Do something true. with it. I don't know. Get it's out of here. A, it's a Your mom's rip. already pregnant with five. All right, she's got five in a fucking gut. Oh, I'm just going to split her open when she comes out of it. I've got, I've got factory feet. Oh, well, you can do a lot with a brick. It can be a car. It can be a boat. It could be a, a stop for the door. Yeah. Well, Mr. Y came to this alien reality bubble conclusion after his daughter told him that during the whole encounter, two workmen were nearby repairing a post and neither one of them paid the least bit of attention to the bizarre creature known as the Sandown Clown, who has not been seen since that day in 1973. I don't know if he can possibly underestimate the ability of workers to not care about a thing they're not being paid 
to handle. I agree. True. And how you can just really ignore quite a bit. You have to. Yeah. That's part of the job. Yes. Yeah. Just yes, looking indeed. forward. Looking forward. Mm-hmm. Blinders on. Sand down clown. No. The scariest clown perhaps we've ever covered. I mean, John Wayne Gacy... Well, that's not a crypto, though, is it? That's no, very real. No, He's very no, real. It is very, very or, real. You're, you're very, mixing very two real. different, entirely yeah. different realities. This is actually a little bit similar to the story of walking, screaming scarecrows, which is Ooh. also has only been seen about once or twice. Uh, but this is a this is in um, Corona, I believe, which is. Corona, New Mexico? Yes, this is in Corona, New Mexico. Hmm. Um, so this is in a warm spring night. Corona, New Mexico, if you will remember, that's what uh, Stanton Friedman says that that's what Roswell should actually be called the Corona incident because yes. the Roswell aliens actually crashed near Corona and not Roswell. Roswell was just where the paper was. And Stanton Friedman is allowed to have his um, actually moment because he professionally wore suspenders. Yes, he did indeed. (laughs) So he's allowed to be that condescending because he needed suspenders to wear any sort of pant. I'm at least at the point where my my pants still hold up. I I won't reach full knowledge until my pants cannot stand up until I wear suspenders. Once you're delivered the honorary suspenders, then you'll be able to really let us know what you think. Yeah, let me ask you that, Henry. Is that an egg-shaped man thing where you can't wear belts anymore? Yes. Well, because then you have to choose whether or not you want the belt to be tight and stick into your guts, which is where I am at, Uh or you want to be a person that wants to slide the belt under your belly so that you can wear a size 30 belt so it clings to just what is left of your hips, which is at this Mm -hmm. point skeletal, like it deserves (laughs) they're just ornamental, Um, or suspenders. Okay. So you look like a mayor. That's great. (laughs) So this story happened in the mid 80s Mm. in Corona, New Mexico. Okay. This is screaming scarecrows. (laughs) Dave Wilson and Tom McKelvey, they decided to take a shortcut through the Levin Groves, right? And they were late for an engagement. You know how teenagers are always late for an engagement. How is cutting Uh, through a field ever faster than taking a paved road? It's just fun. They say that it's a shortcut, but it's just fun to walk through a field. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. They were late for an engagement. There was a full moon. They were going along at a pretty good clip when Dave thought he saw something ahead of them because they were driving in a truck through a field. Oh, okay. Right? Oh, driving through the truck. They're going trucking. They're going mudding. They climbed out of their truck as the dust settled around them, flashing the spotlight in a wide arc through the trees. They noticed movement and aimed the light in an area about 75 feet in front of them. Oh, cryptid shining. Yes, mm-hmm. but an, into their utter shock. This entity with shaggy gray hair emerged from the trees. Now, this is what how they described him. He must have been nine feet tall. Oh. It had a scarecrow head, Ooh. really round. It had no neck and really gaping eyes. <laughs> its front teeth pointed outwards, and it had what looked like claws. They said then the creature made a metallic screech. A... Jesus. <laughs> and then it lurched to one side. Sounds like a starving bear. The teenager scrambled back into the vehicle and rammed it into reverse and peeled out, coming to a spinning stop some 70 yards away. Glancing in the rearview mirror, Dave saw the creature, eyes bulging, still coming fast. But the thing about these creatures is, they said the same thing with the other walking scarecrow, is that their legs don't bend, that they walk in a straight way. Herky-jerky, man. Walking herky-jerky again. Yeah. Jerky. This right. is really, we are getting very close to gay uh, erotica territory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that well, that, anybody's well, that's, yeah. what that's what I was going to ask, is that first you said that the eyes were gaping, and then you said that the eyes were bulging. Right. Which mm-hmm. is it? Gaping or be, bulging? Yes. They put both in parentheses. 
Uh, bulging would infer that there is a massive bulge in the eye, but a gape would infer there's no eye whatsoever. It's just a massive hole. It says really parentheses gaping, close parentheses, parentheses bulging, close parentheses eyes. It's like calling. Okay. So that's like saying somebody has big beady eyes. I think you they can't just have they, look, they probably said curse words or okay. slurs that we don't understand. Anymore. <laughs> they don't even hold anymore. They don't even like. It's like old stereotypes that we don't even understand. We're not holding this book to the fire. No, yeah. no, no, no. This just was written humanist. by a man named Barton Nunnally. All right, this man had to punish. The, he had to publish this himself. Okay, and that's so. That's one of these. There's several stories of these scarecrows being seen, but again, field based. Swamp base. <laughs> I think it looks like a scarecrow. Pops out of it. It, it goes. Herky jerky walks. Everybody mm-hmm. screams and runs. Remember That's when we the name did, of the story. Remember when we did Jonestown and some <laughs> of that research <laughs> in there? The and it was five, night. six parts, I think. We and did. it was like people actually we cited. Need. They cited in their research papers. We need and, uh, these moments. I just don't know what today is. I'm not sure what the show is anymore, to Bart be honest. Bart Nunnally based his whole life on this. <laughs> actually, technically, Ben, we're regressing right now. Oh, yeah. that's what we're doing. That's why I feel <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're aggressive way back, back to 10 like years. Yeah, sliding back to like episode 107, 108. Like we're just go. <laughs> yes, we're pulling it back in, pulling it, you know we're pulling the it, guts back in the body. Yay, Perfect. man! It shows that we don't, we didn't ever really change, should we, boys? That's right. <laughs> yeah, we might look that's a little right. older, and I let my hair go, but <laughs> we together as a triad are stronger than ever. Sure, yeah. yes, that's true. Right. Triangle of trust. <laughs> that's right. Now our next cryptid today has been seen much more than just once, but it still fits the postulation that these creatures are slipping in and out of our dimension. But this one, like many of the others we'll discuss later, seems oddly in between human and animal. That's what people even say about us, but look at us. I'll show you I'm a human being. I'll show you my butt. Sure. Mm -hmm. Now, I believe we've already talked about this creature at some point in the past. I think it was on one of our early Adult Swim live streams. But in the context of this episode, the story of the lizard man of Scape or Swamp bears repeating. So on June 29th, 1988, a 17-year-old named Christopher Davis was driving home from work in the early morning when he blew a tire near the edge of the Scape or Swamp near Bishopville, South Carolina. Uh, hello, my name is Attire. <laughs> <laughs> Save it. We got live shows this weekend, all right? We need to fucking burn through this shit now, all right? Wait till we get to stage this weekend. He got out of the car and changed the tire, but just as he was finishing up, he heard the thumping sound of something rapidly approaching. No! Christopher turned, and out of the darkness came a seven-foot-tall, scaly green, bipedal lizard with three black clawed fingers and glowing red eyes. Hey, tell me, have you played Red Dead Redemption 2? I love Red Dead Redemption 2. Also, I'm just going to point this out. A lot of height shaming going on today, guys. Oh, There's no Where's height the shaming. short cryptids? Where's the little troll cryptids? I've asked about doing tiny creatures, which we did gnomes once, and we yep. will eventually do, because there is a whole chapter in the Inhumanoids on hirsute small creatures. <laughs> so we can actually do quite a bit. Okay. No, I mean, we are, uh, most of the creatures we're talking about will be seven feet tall. I do have a little, I have a couple of little ones for you. Coming up later, so you won't feel too bad, but it's just, I'm sorry, Ben. Most cryptids are gigantic. They're either tall, they're very, very tall. That's how they are seen over reeds. Well, and of course, that would be because they're intergalactic and the gravity changes, so they would be taller now, wouldn't they? Mm. You know what? That's the first fucking point made today. Absolutely. (laughs) 
<laughs> What's extremely odd about the lizard man or lizard men hmm. is that they seem to have a particular aversion towards automobiles. And as a result, mm. don't really pay much attention to human beings. Now, this is a great topic on Coast to Coast AM. If you look up Lizard Man, there's a lot of Lizard Man coverage in Coast to Coast AM. And you know why? It's because George Norrie cannot <laughs> physically understand why lizard men hate cars. Because <laughs> he is he's stuck on this. And this whole time, you're like, well, I don't understand. These lizard men could go so much farther than South Carolina if they had themselves some form of vehicle. Yeah. Why do you think they're scared of? Is it because Fords are fixed or repair daily? <laughs> but he went. He did. He, he's very mad. And then most of the people say this. And there was one cryptid hunter on Coast to Coast AM whose main thing is like, can you even imagine how many lizard men must have been mauled and hurt by traveling vehicles? Sure. Because yeah. when it comes down to it, they're skittish. You're more scared of us than them, and they shouldn't be because they're scary. Yeah. And we're not, right? Well, cars are very scary for a lizard man. Or they, they say lizard, lizard men get clipped entity? by cards. Yeah, they say that they take their rage out on these cars oh, because yeah. they've been clipped by them all the time. I believe it. When Christopher Davis saw this creature, he jumped in his car and tried escaping. But before he could take off, the lizard man attacked the vehicle by ripping off the mirror and gouging the roof. Ah! <laughs> I mean, imagine if you are a creature that has slipped in from another dimension. You keep getting hit by cars and killed by pissed. cars. You don't know what a car is, so you just keep attacking the car. You think the car is your natural enemy. You don't know that the little thing inside is actually the thing that you should kill. Yes. Honestly, a car is just a cryptid kinder egg. You tear it open, and then you get your little prize on the inside. Oh, you have the screaming mm -hmm. little meat yeah, exactly. It's like a you big play clam. With the, play with the person mm -hmm. like they're a bicycle. and Well, Jurassic Park, Tyrannosaurus <laughs> Rex has the moment where it starts attacking the car like it's a person. Versus, yeah. like, like as an animal, it felt. And Tyrannosaurus Rex was just so upset because it couldn't touch its own balls. Mm. Well, Christopher did get away without any further damage. Oh. But that summer, multiple cars in the vicinity of that swamp were vandalized with ripped fenders, deep scratches, and bent antenna, amongst more destruction. I will give credit to some of the crypto hunters on Coast to Coast AM because George Norrie does, and he never does this, but he did pose the question, now, maybe there's some form of natural explanation for these lizard men. Oh, wow. Could be some form of dinosaur caught in a time machine. You know, like, <laughs> no, that's the natural explanation. <laughs> that's him. That's I mean, him. we used to do the same thing when we were just like teenagers. We used to rip stuff off of cars and stuff. But. No, no, mm -hmm. only lizards can do this. Oh. <laughs> and, but the, the, where's one broken crypto hunter who was like, that's an interesting question, George, about whether or not it could be a natural phenomenon. Because the one thing I will say, and I will, I will duly blame, I said, we got a highway running through here. You don't know what comes off these circus trucks. These cryptozoologists are so afraid of the circus. They bring it up in each episode. So the only, I mean, they, it's very valid. They blame the circus. They're like, you know, these circus, you know, one of these creatures come up on one of these circus, these circus trains come up over there. These circus don't report it. These circus don't report it. They not, don't report none. it. They're felons. No, because when it comes down to, yeah, circus are dirt. they slimy. Con man coming around here telling you what your weight is. I'll tell you what my weight is. Right? I'll tell you what. Oh, is that? Oh, you think that's a big lady? Oh, this ain't bigger than my aunt Tom. Uh huh. Yeah, you can yeah. put a beard on anyone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
No, remember we were, uh, what was the one that we were, that we did the live show a uh, bit on many years ago where the, the fucking, the goat axe, the axe with the yes. big gigantic goat. Yes, the whole right. thing was that it had escaped from a, fu- the, the, a lightning storm had so, like a big fucking a thunderbolt had struck this fucking train, this circus train. Uh-oh. And now this creature is hung, hanging around underneath this bridge, killing teenagers for the next 30 years. But the way I that this that. cryptozoologist talked about circuses, it's, it's if he survived something wicked this way comes where he was so scared of the circus he's like they ain't got no rules you know they live their everyday jobs and they run out now they're spinning on poles some of these people going there they're wearing nothing to nothing wearing a bikini jumping on top of a horse instead of being an accountant trying to say i i don't have a real job just because i wanted to go because i wanted to go i wanted to flip upside yeah, down i think there's a, a living there's a lot of people with the vendetta against the circus for one reason or another maybe they lost a family member maybe they wanted to be a carny and were rejected because they were too sober you actually have to be very skilled to join the circus i yeah. know honestly please god please be sk- skilled if you are running any amusement park ride oh yeah I don't think they are, though. No, they're not. <laughs> oh, be very careful on those. No, no. We were in Kennywood, and every employee, honestly, at the most, was 13 years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same at Coney Island. But I trust right. the kids at Coney for some reason. They I don't seem know why. Sharp. For some they reason. They've been raised watching the coaster go. They should yeah. know how to work it, right? They're just yeah, there well. on the boardwalk. You know, they've absorbed all of this information. Yeah. Well, in one Lizardman case, a couple of weeks after Christopher's encounter, a couple reported that their car was covered in teeth marks and scratches. And when police investigated, they found some hair and a muddy three-toed footprint. Oh. Now, the lizard man or lizard men, they laid low for about 20 years. How about lizard women? I mean, that's true. Sure. Lizard sure. people. They can actually change sex really easily if they are an amphibian. So, so it should actually answered, be a lizard person. You've answered your own mm-hmm. question. Then, yep, I did. <laughs> didn't I? Huh? <laughs> Good work. Well, my fucking TED talk. Good work. They also might have just returned to where they came from mm-hmm. for 20 years. Oh. But in 2008, a woman named Dixie Rawson walked out one morning from her house to find that the front half of her van was chewed up by some obviously large creature. I know this was my ex-husband, Steve. Does he eat a lot of cars? I know what he tried to do. Uh Blaming it on lizards. (laughs) Something had bitten through the front grill. Both sides of the van above the wheel wells were bitten as well. (gasps) And the metal trim was bent as if it was made of nothing stronger than paper. This woman also reported a trail of blood. And according to her report, a good number of her 20 cats were missing. Nine is a good number. <laughs> okay. I'd say a good number is seven. Because if it's nine, it's almost half my cats is gone. But yeah, if it's good seven, number, that's go, a good number. I'd go five to seven, yeah. yeah you're right. Five to seven. Because right. four isn't a good number, a small number. Yeah, five to seven. Once yeah. you hit 20 cats, are you even counting? At some <laughs> point, I would imagine that I would have counted the same cat three or four times. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't tell them apart mm-hmm. too often, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, seven years later, a different woman claimed to have gotten a picture of the lizard man, but that picture is almost certainly a fake. Oh. This somewhat famous picture shows a confident, muscular, particularly rubbery lizard man striding <laughs> through a clearing in a wooded area <laughs> like he's got the fucking biggest dick in town. He might. he might. He might. He could. Uh, I will say, I've. Uh, you know what I saw that was actually pretty realistic was a drawing of that picture. <laughs> oh, okay. It's actually much more realistic than the picture oh, itself. Fantastic. 
Well, the woman claimed that she took the picture when she was leaving church, I suppose trying to lend Jesus to her honesty. Mm. But while the picture is fun, it's also obviously a humbug. <gasps> mm-hmm. oh, the H word. Yeah. And speaking of having fun with the lizard man, in 2017, the South Carolina Emergency Management Division tweeted a warning about the upcoming solar eclipse. They said paranormal activity increases during solar events. That's and so we don't cute. know. We don't know. That's so maybe, cute. I love it when the government makes funny a, little jokes. It's that, like they said, maybe there's a lizard man that they maybe they're more active during solar eclipses. <laughs> I don't eclipses. know. No, maybe, so funny. maybe they are, but they're advising the residents to remain vigilant against That's the car so munchers. Funny. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. It's like, Drop bears. It's so fucking funny. It is funny. Do you know that 45 grand spent each year on the fake tracking of Santa Claus at Christmas? <laughs> nice. That's taxpayer's money. Yes. Mm. Well, okay. 45 grand, huh? <laughs> no, I think, oh, I think they just make it up. It's I don't know if they're really possible. looking for him or not. Yeah. I think it would be irresponsible if they were using Harp for Oh, we it. would have shot him down mm. and- Many, many years. I mean, we're already <laughs> testing out the uh, electromagnetic rays that we're using to maybe Testing knock down out. orbs out of the sky right now, which is actually probably what happened at Roswell as well to bring that all the way full circle. Mm, so. Okay. Mm. One interesting about, thing about the lizard man, which is why I think she took the picture of it outside of church or says she did or connected it to church, is that there are a lot of people in the area that view lizard man and things like lizards as a or a walking lizard, an upright lizard, right? Whatever, mm-hmm. however they want to call it, as an example that Satan still walks, Satan still walks the earth, oh, and that yeah. that is an Serpent. example of them using. That's an example that Satan is still strong enough to physically manifest onto planet Earth, and that actually the whole lizard man thing mm. has this strange biblical side to it where yeah. they they talk about it as if it's a harbinger of bad things to come or that it literally lizard man might eat your pussy and turn you into a satanist which he might right? oh, i mean i don't know what goodness. it'll do wait, wait so what? why what does god have to do with him attacking cars and satan satan hates cars does satan not like cars yeah holy fucking shit satan doesn't like cars yeah you're gonna have to get rid of your car <laughs> then buddy i think he doesn't like speed Take it slow, you're here uh, for okay. a while. But because uh, they connected yeah. also to the idea of the reptilian aliens and how the reptilian aliens, mm. if they are real, right? The idea they feed off of negative energy yeah. and the constant division about whether or not our aliens angels or aliens demons. And they use right. that to kind of say this because they, they kind of lump Lizard Man into this kind of pan pseudo religious idea that cryptids are demons. Mm. I mean, the nice thing is you can make it all up. You can make up anything. <laughs> you can just say anything you want. Yes. So that's great. Yeah, it is fun. Isn't that mm-hmm. nice? Yep. Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction, and it's a daily weight on my life how much i need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as i wake up and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors big and small some people are presidents some people are soldiers some people have to eat mayonnaise especially with hard-boiled eggs which is what i eat for lunch but i guess i should share that in therapy because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. 
I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. Hey! Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs, and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt, and I love planting things myself. And fast-growing trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. Now I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list. With Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish. Wow! I just gotta learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm gonna be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, one of the things that I often hear people lamenting is that these sorts of encounters seem to be in the past, Mm -hmm. that sightings and weird shit don't happen anywhere near as much as they used to. But with just a little bit of Googling, (gasps) and mostly with the site phantomsandmonsters.com, I found that people are still seeing weird shit all over America almost every single day, and much of it is entirely unique. Well, last cool. year, during the height of the quarantine, we talked with our buddy, John Tenney, mm. who talked about one of the weird anomalous things the that he squares. was hearing reported quite a bit. It was those floating hairy squares. Yeah. In mm. Detroit, as a matter of yes. fact, I believe. Yeah. 
Mm. Multiple people from different areas who had not These talked with one another. Kind of covered just, in hair. Yeah, flo- floating through. Really and weird. in my mind, there's, you know, is that ball lightning? Is that an ex- And is the ball hair lightning. or something that just kind of static? Or is huh. this newfangled, now are America's uh, a finally accepted obsession with orbs? Hmm. Who knows? Well, one person in Tennessee said that his father was transporting some goods through Mont Eagle. Okay. Why did you saw... make goods sound nefarious? Because <laughs> I mean, that is what people transport. Good. He just said goods in air quotes as if it's it's just corn. Because you'd say corn <laughs> if it was corn. Yeah, you know no, I mean? when you say okay. goods, it's it's purposefully vague and I don't trust purposefully vague when it comes <laughs> to transportation of goods. Yeah, it's okay. women in a U-Haul. Wow, all right. <laughs> now, this guy's father said that he saw something that night that, quote, rubbed him the wrong way. I hate that. In the middle of the night, this goods transporter saw a cat-like creature with abnormally long legs and a short torso. They gotta get Jackson Galaxy out there. I will be tamed. (laughs) It had a notably ugly face and was sitting on a brick wall on the side of the road, perched feet flat and knees bent. I'm just living my life. Why yeah, there's all hating on me? Let it live, it, let it live its life. Come on, I understand. Some people like me. I don't. The creature was at least four feet tall, and while it had a body like an animal, its face was human-like, but unsettlingly deformed. All right, what do you want from me, right? You want to be more cat-like, and then I would be fine because I'm human-like, I'm deformed. Is that what this is? I'm actually fine. I think you're super cute, cat weird thing. Yeah, do you? No, I don't think you're that cute. Please don't cat fuck I'm me. more human like than cat. No, like, you're not. You're still more of a cat. I'm not going to fuck you. Yeah, don't fuck the cat, remember? Uh, no, I do remember. That was a test. <laughs> Similarly, two people in Northern California saw a creature with animal-like features, but like the creature in Tennessee, the whole package was put together in a bizarrely random and uncanny way. I love mix-matched animals. I yeah, love that. Fun. This is my favorite part of like yeah. cryptids is that stuff where it's just like, I don't know what happened in between dimensions. Yeah. They all just get scrambled up. Yeah, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of horrible, horrible taxidermy. These people said that they were on deliveries when they saw a creature near a disused rail yard at about 11 o'clock at night. (laughs) This odd creature, waist high with the features of a cat or a rabbit, something in between, was standing on a trashed out boxcar. Once it was noticed... It quickly skittered off on two hind legs. It's a little cabot. It's a cat yeah. rabbit. <laughs> and even more unsettling was its face. The face was extremely round, unsettlingly round. What's with the and round? I don't it know. It sounds but just dr- like Thomas the Tank Engine. It's I know, but he's bad. fake, man. Yeah. If I saw a fucking talking train, I'd become a domestic terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like the creature in Tennessee... This creature wasn't quite human, but it wasn't quite animal either. Hmm. Now, these stories are mostly of what we'd call the witness of the weird type. Mm-hmm. It's where someone sees something strange, but they have no real interaction with the creature. Ooh, let's call it the Cato incident. Yes. Yeah. These are all Cato. <laughs> something weird. I'm not, I didn't see nothing, though. Something's going on in the front yard. Huh? Bag of sleep. Got a big audition tomorrow. <laughs> He's the best roommate in the world. Cato is an incredible roommate. I mean, honestly, kind of. <laughs> One story from Texas, though, featured unidentified creatures who were very much in play with reality. Okay. In an account forwarded to Lon Strickler, 
of Phantoms and Monsters. A man claimed that he and his girlfriend were on a week-long excursion into the northeast Texas woods, most likely the same stretch of thick forest that runs into folk monster territory. There's a lot of thick forests here, and not just in the pants of these cryptozoologists. It's out (laughs) there in America, and that's where they hide. They Mm -hmm. just named him Lawn? Uh, is, 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 is his brother driveway? <sighs> I remember the name Lon Chaney. What about Lon Chaney? Let's very just famous. roll past. Let's move, Lon? Let's move forward. What is it's short, is, is, it's is short for Lenard. Sidewalk? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's L-O-N. It's oh, I see. I thought it was L-A-W-N, like Lon. <laughs> what is his sister fucking a mailbox? <laughs> just pointing out random things in your driveway. <laughs> so tired. Well, this couple, wildly overarmed with a 223 bolt action rifle, a Taurus Judge revolver, and a 9mm baby desert eagle. For just so a vacation? Just- <laughs> this is a vacation? It's America, dude. Yeah, man. I mean, this is like Northwest Texas. This is where Texas meets Arkansas. This is one of the worst places around. This shit is, it's, it all smells like farts because there's paper mills everywhere. It's a, money. Yeah. No, it's it a, smells, yeah. It's a creepy, creepy fucking part of America. Yeah, there's a paper mill town near Stevens Point where I grew up, and you could smell it. Oof, no joke, probably 10 miles out. You had to roll up yeah. the windows. Yeah, and, Perry, oof. Florida. Same but, thing. But uh, mm-hmm. the houses yeah. were extremely cheap. Yeah. Mm, it's almost like you have to live next to fucking uh, uh, a fart smell. Yep. Just in the air <laughs> and brown clouds, yep. and then it's fine. You yep. get you live in a six bedroom for 200 grand. It, literally cheaper than that. Well, armed with these three gigantic guns, the couple sojourned into the wilderness with an Australian cattle dog named Wrangler cool. and a German shepherd named Zero. That's okay. And they're going deep, deep into the woods. They're like I on like a five-day hike here. This is some intense hiking, sh- camping shit. Did they name Zero after the dog from Nightmare Before Christmas? Isn't Maybe. that isn't Zero the ghost dog? I just yeah. assume yeah. it was named after the Japanese airplane that was used to as <laughs> as human bullets against our boys during World War II. Oh, okay. <laughs> now the trip started off fine, but as the couple settled into their second campsite deep into the forest, they began to feel a presence. <gasps> now on the first night there, they felt nothing more than a tenseness from the dogs, which the couple figured was probably just from a pack of harmless coyotes. On the second night, though. The couple heard a snarling, gargling, sniffing sound out in the darkness that was like nothing they'd ever heard before. Just look up. Hey, I'm back. Sorry, just driving here. (laughs) (laughs) They swept the perimeter but found no sign of any kind of animal they recognized. So again, they went to sleep. And about nine animals I didn't recognize. (laughs) On the third night, though, the guy went to sleep before his girlfriend but he was woken up by the sound of dogs barking. And when the guy opened his eyes, he saw his girlfriend standing there with her gigantic revolver drawn. (gasps) Apparently, something had rapidly ran behind the tent. And as she struggled to describe what it was, it ran by again. It was fast, but all the boyfriend could make out was that it was very big and ran on all fours. Much too big and fast to be a coyote. Cool. Then the gurgling noise came back, and it became obvious that whatever this creature was, it wasn't alone. <gasps> Suddenly, Wrangler the dog broke and gave chase. No! The dog was gone for an hour. Then the girlfriend heard a rustle. She drew her gigantic revolver and fired into the brush. Thankfully, 
It wasn't the dog. Jesus Christ. Thankfully, <laughs> yeah, it was a person. <laughs> but when the dog did come out of the brush, it had blood on its back, presumably from a small roll around with a wounded creature. Hmm. And the fucking, the revolver judge, this is a gigantic fucking bullet. Huge, yeah. huge yes. bullet. And this creature had survived getting hit by one of those bullets. After that, the couple decided to leave the next morning, but they still had a two-day hike back to civilization. From what they said, these creatures followed them the entire time, sticking to their sides about 40 yards away, always just out of sight. The creatures stopped when they stopped and started when the couple started. And from what the couple could hear, there were at least three of these creatures following them. And every once in a while, they'd fire a gun out there and the creatures would skitter away, but then they'd come back. Could be hogs. Could be hogs. No, yeah. hogs don't stalk you like that. Hogs are nocturnal creatures. Whoa. They won't stalk you during the day. They what if stalk. hogs get a taste for human flesh? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, honestly. What Do hogs think that human flesh tastes like hog flesh? Do they eat humans? Do they? Mm. No. Well, yeah, they they're dead. If, if you fed dead. them, if you fed if, a hog. Well, that happened yeah. in that movie Hannibal. And in Robert Picton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're dead, they will probably they will eat your body, but they're not mm. going to attack you and kill you and eat you. Okay. I thought that there was a problem with the with the wild hog in no. in parts. They're of dangerous. Texas. Oh yeah. yeah, they're very dangerous. They'll gore you. They'll run you down. They'll trample you. But they're oh, not they going to. They're not trying to kill you and eat you. Okay. Yeah. Now the couple made it out just fine, but they returned the next day on four wheelers with more people to see if they could find evidence of these aggressive beasts. Hmm. And as it turned out, they did. Once they got to the second camp, they found a blood trail from where the girlfriend had shot the beast, but the blood dried up after about a 200-yard trail. The search party found nothing else and retreated from the wilderness before the dark caught them again. It's fucking creepy, dude. Cool. But yeah, you can be scared, man. That's why I don't go fucking, I don't go camping. You don't know what's out there. Fuck that shit. Well, that was extreme camping. They were two days walk away from any They had a lot of guns, too. We we don't, we can go camping. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't we, know, man. We can go camping and it's fine. We can go to a site or something yeah, like that. Go to a, yeah, I want to go to okay. a place where there's no rustlers, or the only rustler is me. Yeah, I'm the rustler. Yeah, you can be the wrangler. Um, you know what's a fun thing to look up that I was I got into because of the humanoids? There is a branch of cryptid called Skeletoids. Oh, that are fun as hell that <laughs> I, like I actually it. didn't know existed, but it's people seeing living skeletons. It might just be junkies. It could be. <laughs> but it could also be skeletons that live. And I thought Marcus would be really interested in a couple of these stories. Yeah. That's great. Are they just so do they have eyeballs? Are they skeletons with eyeballs? Listen to this one. I really like this story. Uh, yeah. My favorite skeletons have eyeballs. Now, this happened in Ojai, California in the 1950s. Terrified witnesses had reported sightings of a hideous inhumanoid creature near Creek Road Bridge, oh. just south of Ojai. The monster looked like a horribly burned man. Witnesses claimed. Maybe it was strips, just a horribly nope, burned No. Is <laughs> it just someone in need of no. help? Okay. It's strips of burned flesh hanging from his exposed skull. They called him Charman. Maybe they should have brought That's him to the hospital. Awesome. No. Okay. He's like that guy. Him, it's like that guy at the end of Beetlejuice. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, that way. Not a way, and definitely not a real victim of fires in Northern <laughs> California. Charman, he's the horrible entity that came to be called. He was seen by several witnesses and came to be considered a local specter before he disappeared into the area completely. Charman experienced, apparently they found him digging himself out of a hole where he Ooh. was all Charman screaming and grabbing at them. Wouldn't you 
Why would you dig yourself out of a hole? Maybe that he was buried in a hole because he thought I was dead. Uh-huh. And it was and just a man. I think this is a man who's a victim of arson. He uh-huh. might have been. There's also a character named Clutchbone, which is Ooh. the tall, gaunt phantom with black, leathery skin, right? Cool. You don't know Ooh. what that's really about. But this is a real story about a person who encountered a skeleton. Uh, that second one was just Iggy Pop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My first ghostly encounter that I can remember was when I was about six or seven years old. My mom, her boyfriend, my sister, and me had just moved into a house in Pleasantville, New Jersey. In the room where my sister and I slept, there was an attic door. I felt very uneasy living in the house, and especially uneasy sleeping in that room with the creepy attic. I dozed off to sleep around three or four in the morning. I awoke and saw the attic door was open. I tried to wake my sister, who was sleeping beside me in the same bed, to get up and close the door, (laughs) but she would not move at all. All of a sudden, I saw something move in the corner of my eye. The movement came from the left side of my vision, about four or five feet from the bed. At first, I thought my eyes were playing tricks on me because of what I saw. I wiped my eyes, I blinked, and pinched my arm to make sure I wasn't asleep. But what I saw almost made me pee on myself. (laughs) This is true. That's verbatim what this witness said. Is it child protective services? It sounds like it should be. So this answers your question, Marcus. Looking directly at me through empty eye sockets Ah. was a skeleton. Okay. With a black cape on, and the okay. inside was red. Marcus likes it with eyeballs. Can you just say it has eyeballs? It's better with eyeballs. Looking directly at me through full eyeballs inside of a skeleton. <laughs> Thank you. Jesus, that's so much better. Is it so hard to God, just give know. your skeleton wish... an eyeball? This is why we do this show. I think that's just a horribly offensive doll that Jeff Dunham has. I mean, <laughs> yes, that's where the inspiration came from. This was in 2008. And then uh, the uh, creature eventually disappeared. Oh. <laughs> how Let's did see. they, Mike, how did he, he write a full book on this shit? Barton Nunnally. <laughs> this book. Well, good for him. He did everything. Honestly, it's took. a huge book. It's, it's a lot of stuff in here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, most of these stories have been country affairs. Hmm. But cryptids do indeed exist in the city. Or yeah, they do. At least people believe that they might exist. In urban areas. Hey, I'm Krypton here. Oh my hey. God, Keeves. Hey, oh my God, you're actually from New York. You should, hey. you should be ashamed. <laughs> Just this past April, a possible cryptid appeared in Krakow, Poland. Hmm. According to a woman who called animal welfare officials, a large lizard-like creature had been nesting in a tree near her apartment for two days. The woman, who was hysterical by the time she made the call, said that people weren't opening the windows in their neighborhood because they were afraid this creature would skitter into their home and attack. Oh my God, it's a man with oh. a college education. Oh God, who could possibly <laughs> here. But once animal control finally showed up, it was found that this mysterious cryptid was in fact a croissant that someone had thrown out their window to feed the birds. It's just a Polish, it's a Polish thing, okay? <laughs> Okay, they don't know what everything is. They're on high alert. They are. I don't know why. No. So, while some of these sightings might indeed be real, Mm -hmm. some really are just imagination run amok. Amen. And some's a pastry. 
Sometimes it's just mm. a pastry. Wow. You never know. You never know. Because sometimes the pastry could be the inside. Because sometimes things you see at night. Oh, uh, there's more of gravy than of grave of you. Oh, you want to put a spot of cheese. You're just a bit of mustard. All right. <laughs> well, thank you all for going on that exciting <laughs> journey with us. It Unique really was. one-off really was. cryptids. And I got to say, the first one is my favorite out of all of that. It's, the it had wood, the most metal, stuff. and, and yeah. skin. <laughs> it had the most stuff, yeah. And the Lizard yeah. Man also has it. There are several books devoted to the Lizard Man. But again, mm-hmm. what we just said, those three sightings are the main sightings of the lizard. How much do you yeah. think Star Trek created the lizard narrative? I mean, the Gorn? They, yeah, the Gorn yeah, they, are pretty. Yeah, those, those, those definitely contributed, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, there's been lizard creatures, I think, in a lot of sci-fi. Yeah, Because most lot. lizards are dope and they're fun yeah. to see. And them standing up on a couple legs is yeah. cool. It is yeah. cool. But I, was, um, I would imagine reptilian lore probably did have quite the big uptick after the Gorn episode aired. Yeah. Yeah, but also the Bible. Because of yeah. the stupid fucking snake in it. Oh, and there, there were apparently well, earlier think... editions of the Bible, or some cryptozoologists say that <laughs> early editions of the sn- Bible, the serpent had arms and legs. But wouldn't it be ah. a snake? It would be snake man then, wouldn't it? Not lizard. Because it wasn't like a gecko. Well, like the, they didn't get an apple <laughs> from a gecko. I don't know. I mean, it never happened. None of it happened. I think yeah. my mom would say snake man. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, one of those yeah. that she says right. every every yeah. title of every movie incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> like it's that. I think if you saw the Lizard Man, you could say it's Snake Man. They also say Alligator Man sometimes. Sure. Ah, Alligator Man. All right. Well, speaking Yeah, of, I remember that song. Speaking <laughs> of exciting things, we will be in OKC. Yeah, baby. Come Sack see us. Town. Come on. Come see us. Where else are we going to be, boys? Salt Lake Salt City. Lake City. Yeah. Salt Lake City. Yeah. Can't and wait then to the see week you. after that, we're going to be in Oakland. Phoenix and Los Angeles at the Hollywood Forever Woo-wee. Cemetery. Los Angeles, I can't wait. I'm gothing out hard. I hope yeah. so. I can't wait for LA doing this, doing the live show at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to our little excursion to the world of cryptids. We are back next week with we got some weird fucking shit coming up. There's some. Weird we shit. got some blood. We've got some spooky shit. We're heading Ooh. deep into Halloween territory. Ooh-wee. Very, very mm-hmm. excited. Uh, the series that we did just postpone is going to be so fucking juicy. We're doing that in November. You're really going to like it. Again, that yeah. is setting up for a future series that we'll be doing in 2022. I can't be more excited about the fucking material that we got coming up. All right, be great. everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're doing well out there. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Hail Gein and No Dogs in Space Season 2 coming October 12th. Ooh, who are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Velvet Underground, five-part oh, series, kicking yes, the whole indeed. thing off. The Velvet Underground. Magustulations, everyone. Help me. <sighs> if you see a cryptid, side stories, lpotl.gmail.com, let us know. Caitlin Jenner. All right, enough. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Fluffy bread, fresh tortillas, classic burger buns, and so... 
many carbs. Carb fear is real, but Hero Bread makes healthier versions of the carb-heavy favorites we love the most. We're talking fewer calories, zero to two grams net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and seriously great taste. Plus more of the dietary fiber and protein you want. No compromise. Don't skip out on your favorites. Just use Hero Bread. Get 10% off your order at Hero.co with code Hero10 at checkout. That's Hero10 at H-E-R-O dot C-O.